0: And welcome to another exciting episode of LGA That is Lit Lit. Lit. Gaming Gaming. Gaming. Arena Arena. For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus I am joined by Justin
1: What's up everybody?
0: And Frost I'm here This is a show where we talk about the shit we're playing this week Which is a lot of stuff for me Uh, Not so much for people still employed Uh, Well, Let's get to it (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, basically Story of my life, everyone's like I'm playing all these games, I'm like, I'm working
0: <laughs> I'm essential That's
1: you I, Yeah, I'm a, I, I've done that several times <laughs> Where someone's like Someone says something like, I'm playing all these games And I'm like, yeah, well I'm working because I'm essential, and I do like the Spongebob, like, mocking text
0: <laughs> Alright, you all Know what it's time for, to crack Open a cold one Wait, I didn't get mine yet. So Hold Justin's on. Justin's already ready with his old one pre-prepped. I'm going.
2: Watching him dislodge himself from the, the couch up is... Up. <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite a thing. A
1: it's quite...
0: He's in he his coronasphere. It is hard to exit the coronosphere. I chose to remain within mine, and I like my handler who brings me expired
2: You cut out. I didn't hear what you said.
0: Oh, I like that a a strange uh, man with a mullet comes by and drops me uh, expired cuts of meat through my coronasphere. I tore some poor lady's arm off. (laughs) I I don't feel too good about that one.
1: This is not easy.
0: All right, Justin is ready with his... uh, I'm ready with my game fuel. Oh, yeah, and I'm ready Ah. with not my game fuel. This is a Canada Dry.
1: (laughs) I got my game feel, so we're one for two, I guess. Nothing says Uh,
0: gaming like a Canada Dry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the opposite of what a Canada Dry says. Um, (laughs) But again, I'll do the quick disclaimer. While we aren't explicitly not safe for work, we do say curse words on this show. So if you're not okay with bad words, and if you're playing this on your Alexa or Google or whatever with your family around, no. let it be known that there are bad words in this show. Um, like Canada. Like Canada. That's a bad word. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to jump right into stuff that we've been doing. And uh who wants to start this week?
0: I'm going to talk ad nauseum. So it's n- not me uh frost I
2: played Ori in the will of the wisps that's what I did and then I also played um nothing else besides that but I watched banjo kazooie (laughs) I watched my kid play banjo kazooie and that was fucking sucked
0: (laughs) oh that's uh, banjo kazooie is amazing banjo kazooie is terrible actually I do not like it it's a masterpiece and that witch I bet he dies on purpose just to see that witch get hot (laughs) what
1: you see I
2: actually I haven't seen
1: I haven't I think it. he's only he's only just gotten to that part where the witch is ugly yeah like but where when the she's witch hot, is bones
0: he's gonna kill himself on purpose just to see her be hot it, uh, I, I don't I'm mm, he's gonna I be like, attracted to strange green women
1: the sounds in that game are something is,
0: uh, else I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah I hate it I hate everything about it. I hate the music. I hate
1: the sound. Hey, that music yeah, was revolutionary. That. Grant Kirkhope
0: is a god. I watched Tiger King.
1: <laughs> and you're not done with it yet. You're only halfway through. <laughs> I'm
0: only halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing the Tiger King myself. Well, I finished Tiger King.
1: Watched I kept all trying to day. get you to watch it earlier, and you're all like, I don't want to watch it. It's not, I don't want to watch it. I'm not in the mood. That's not
2: at all, I wanted to watch it like from the first time I saw it. I was then like, "How come every time I was
1: like, I want to watch this?" You're like, "Eh, no." Yeah, you did every we, single time. We did, time. Not,
2: we did so, not even I'm have fine. that conversation.
1: I'm like, I'm "This looks we interesting." We did
2: not even have that conversation concerning this TV show. I don't know what you're
1: talking about because I was like, "This." I have really good things about this show, and you're just like, "Eh."
0: I find a lot <laughs> of people aren't in the mood for uh, Joe Exotic, but they eventually marry him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Well, you're not that gay. I mean, you're not that straight. <laughs> he made a good point though. <laughs> God.
2: Okay, moving on. I have no interesting things to share about my life. <laughs>
0: well, what, what what do you think of Ori so far? Do you do you like it more than the first one? Less-
3: uh,
2: I do. I yeah, I do. I like it more than the first one. I I actually I played Ori the first one not too long ago, and between that one and this one now, I don't, other than the graphics and stuff, I don't know a lot of differences. Like, there's no differences to me that really pop out.
0: It's more combat focused. It's got the sword. Uh, You never
2: had a sword in the first one. No,
0: I don't. Well, I don't remember. I in
2: this one, it's a little. This one, I do notice that it's actually a little bit easier for me to play. It seemed like the last one was really hard for me to play because of all of the combat. Like the little, you had to go and get the little bugs and kill them and stuff. This well, time that's the they thing, don't.
0: In the first one, it had the. It, it seemed to have a lot of combat, despite the fact that the focus was definitely not on combat, because the combat was like use your little orb thing that like shoots little balls and you can kill things slowly over time or counterattack which the counterattacking was like that was good when you get that but it's it's a ways in
2: i also found that i don't know there's a there's a there's more of a clear distinction between your character and the enemy whereas in the first ori i kept getting confused and having a hard time seeing which character was ori and which character was like a monster so i would die a lot just because i wouldn't have like this is just like dumb people controls like the the second game is more dumb proof i guess
0: My, my uh bigger issue with two uh involving something like that is there are a lot of things that just blend in with the background because the it's very busy which i mean is like i like that because it it feels hyper-detailed in a way that is just cool. Like, Mm -hmm. it feels like a dense, thick forest, but... It does. But there are, like, breakable walls and stuff where it's like, oh, like, didn't even see this fucking thing. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. And I, I
2: too, I like the detail. And I think the second game has... It's a a lot more fluid when you're playing it. Like, you can... um, Like, you can continuously run a lot easier in it than you could in the first one i noticed for me i guess if that makes any sense like yeah i think he, it's he, just more he glides fluid. more smoothly smoothly from platform to platform and like jumping up and doing like the little i don't know like acrobat puzzles uh is a lot more fun than in the first one yeah it feels the first a, one
0: was very like 2 is definitely an upgrade like yeah. from the first one it reminds me a lot of
2: like Celeste for some reason, I don't know why. The way the, the I call them climbing puzzles, where you have to do a bunch of maneuvers to get up to a specific
0: place. Yeah, I refer to those as jump puzzles, um, which will get brought up later for me personally. But yeah, there definitely is Celeste influence, I feel and I like that.
2: I like that it's harder but it's also easier for me to play. Like it took away all of the difficulties I was having with the game and then replaced them with things that I enjoy a little bit more. But I can't, you know, speak I don't feel like I have a right to speak too much about it cuz I I'm I don't know, I didn't spend a lot of time playing Ori.
0: I mean, I, but I don't know. That that's an opinion worth having. Like I mean there's definitely going to be plenty of people hopping into the second one that never played the first one at all. And I'm glad that the the
2: plot line didn't like gut punch me right off the bat. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. That I would have to have a very long spoiler discussion about both the first and second to kind of get into that stuff, but <laughs> have you beaten it yet? Uh yeah, I beat both. I beat the first one uh like I played it. Well, I know it right- you beat.
2: I I know you beat the first
0: one. Well, but the second one. Well, that's what I'm getting to. I, I I beat the first one like right before the second one came out because I had never played it. Before. Well, I played like a little bit of it, but I never actually like played it all the way through. So I beat oh. it like the a few days before the new one came out, and then I played through Will of the Wisp, uh, which I I've said on the podcast that I really enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better games that have, has come out this year, but it does have an astronomical amount of like issues with its like mostly just it's it's got a lot of frame rate issues. <laughs> it needs to fix a lot of that stuff. But I, I did play it when it was like not even patched at first. So it had a lot more problems with stammering that has been fixed. My favorite thing is that the loading screen stammers. <laughs> I yeah, don't know if it it's... does not
2: anymore, but that's pretty funny. I'm like, Ugh. you you know, you have a problem if the loading screen stammers.
0: Yeah, it was just, it, I felt everything stammered. Like, and then like, oh, I, we talked about on the last cast, but it is like, opening up the map was just, like, I dreaded doing it. And you have to check the map constantly if
2: you want to, like, see paths Mm -hmm. you haven't gone.
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: It's um, a nightmare. I 100% agree with the map. I hate the map.
0: Uh, Some people didn't like how uh, Ori's, like, face on the map. They they said it was too big and it covered up, like, certain things that they were looking for. I never had that issue myself, but I, I could see how that could be problematic. That's a... Okay, I guess that's a fair complain.
2: I love the music in it and the cutscenes, like the boss fights are pretty
0: cool. Yeah, and that's yeah. something like the first Ori didn't have like like it, it had boss fights. I'm gonna do air quotes. They were more like these things where you would just like run, uh which were th- those still exist in the new one as well, but but like Ori two does straight up have boss fights, which was something I felt the first one was lacking, so that that's that was like a real plus for me. But I know like some people go to Ori for different things, so but I, I felt it needed boss fights to kind of change the pace because that that's something I like about the new one is like it's constantly changing pace from like oh you're doing like the jump puzzles, but then sometimes you're you know like getting upgrades and then fighting bosses and like doing these running challenges or doing the race challenges or whatever it might be.
2: Yeah. I'm good at jump puzzles and I'm good at like race challenges, like you follow the little spirit Ori, but those chase sequences I cannot fucking do for the life of me. So I'm glad that they have boss fights because that's even if I'm still bad at it, it's still something that I could do better than just like trying to run. Like well, just and, the, and the, the boss
0: fights like well during those chase sequences, it like legs, uh, which can like fuck up the game. Yeah. But anyway, uh so is that Yeah, that's the done? only game I played. I really
2: <sighs> I don't have any money to buy any good games, and that's my problem. Guys There's Dead plenty there, of games
0: uh, on Game Pass. You got Death Stranding there.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's that Death is, Stranding. That is true.
2: Death Stranding is like an involved game though Another thing I do like about Ori is that It's simple and it's bright And it's uh What's the word like hypnotizing yeah. So like the kids will watch it But see that's my yeah. problem Like I thought- Death Stranding I can't I probably wouldn't be able To get the
1: kids to
0: pay attention to that Oh the kids yeah, will watch I th- it they'll be like why is that man Crying
1: <laughs> I think like part of the reason we all you like you wanted to play Death Stranding was to stream it with your co-host who like everything shit hit the fan right now so like your co-host is like under super quarantine so yeah and
0: imagine so you, you don't have just, that your kids could be like why is that man crying? And you could be like, oh, it's because the Kyurelium. And they'd be like, what? And you'd be like, oh, Kyurelium, it's basically internet. And then you could just launch into a long discussion.
2: I'm tired of having long discussions with my kids. My kid has been asking me some pretty deep questions lately. And I'm like, I don't, I can answer this question, but you're not going to understand the answer. So please don't make me answer you. (laughs)
0: This is a game made by Hideo Kojima. Now, he made another game called, well, it was supposed to be called Silent Hills, but...
2: (laughs) I actually had that conversation with my boss, who's like a (laughs) 75-year-old woman that does taxes. (laughs) I told her the whole what happened to Hideo Kojima... I she mean, pretty I, passionate. I'm like, she was like, that's bullshit.
0: I, like, I'm a super Kojima fan, but I've been lately referring to him as a uh, hideous Kojimas. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, 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 just because it's funny.
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny.
0: Uh, did you, did you like
2: Death Stranding or did you think it was like subpar like everybody else did? Oh, I love Death Stranding. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I it's it's one of my favorite games from last year. But that being said, there also wasn't like, a, the, like the the pool of great titles from last year was kind of a bit slim. And who knows? It may be slim this year too. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
2: Everybody's like, we can't put anything out right now.
1: Yeah. I the mean, I feel like
0: I feel bad because I've been playing basically everything that's like, like good this month. And then it's like everything Past this month is on hold so it's like then it's, you could just do your it?
2: backlog that you keep bitching about <laughs>
1: my, my
0: backlog is infinite but yeah i mean that's what i will be doing but i'm just like oh man like, i wanted kinda, to play
1: those new games
0: yeah being like oh they're like last of us 2 is indefinitely on hold cyberpunks like yeah may or may not come out this year who fucking knows <laughs>
1: fuck yeah it's a rough year for video games. It was going to be like the best year of all time for video games, it's and a, uh, coronavirus had something to it's say a about corona that. Corona to the knee. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fuck you! God damn it! Fuck. Well, is that is that all for you, Frost? Yeah,
2: I said that like five times. Okay,
1: well, you're. I was letting you. I was letting you have your your spotlight over there. It was Frost Frost's corner with the one We're game. We're going
2: to take a nap
1: i wasn't taking a nap i was beauty resting <laughs> um
0: beauty resting. It was hideous kojima's resting
1: yeah I was, um, was, my the one that was
0: interested in talking to me
1: so i've been I, I played a tiny bit of 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 uh ori and the will of the wisps uh, the uh like one of the challenges like the rushing water challenge um frost was playing that section and got mad and i was I like "I did
3: not you, t- you
1: t- did you t- i didn't take it you put the controller down
2: i don't think i did i you no i did it as a matter of fact you were like give me the controller and then you just never gave it back because no, you were about to
1: cl- turn the game off you literally were about to turn the game off and i was like here let me try i want to try it So i never played the game i wanted to try out the controls to start up your own goddamn game
2: don't you remember back in the day where you would have like save files and in- with, I don't know if you did that but it was like a huge thing in my house where if you played the Game Boy Advance and you played on somebody else's save file it was like
1: sacrilege
2: <laughs> he's playing on my game
1: you didn't have to give that's me the you controller did. you I've didn't have to give me the controller
0: like game save by saving that's over okay my save.
1: next time I will remember that you were like all mad and I was like I want to try it and so I tried it and I beat it sorry I'm better than you at the game <laughs> But yeah, I encountered like a game breaking bug on that section where um, there's like a log that you have to like go inside of, you drop down into it and then it spins down a hill. And apparently if you die inside the log, it doesn't uh, reset in the right position. So when you get back to it, the opening is facing the wrong direction. So you can't get inside and then you just uh, drown. (laughs) So um, the only way to get around that was to completely leave the area and then come back through the door and restart the challenge so yeah
2: i think marcus disappeared but no marcus. i'm right here
1: okay oh i heard you
2: like pedal
0: off and then i thought you're
1: no
2: gonna, no like, the recording. uh i, I
0: leaned down a little bit because occasionally the the computer doesn't necessarily go to sleep but for some reason it will cut out uh discord unless i uh move the cursor
1: that's weird
0: <laughs> um so, so i i occasionally lean down to swipe
1: okay Yeah, so, yeah, like, you guys already discussed that there's bugs and glitches in the game. Um, But from the little bit that I played, like, there was a tiny bit of hitching on the Xbox One X. Um, Certainly not as bad as what I've heard is the case for for lesser Xboxes, but...
0: Less boxes? That's what they call
1: the new one. Less box. But, yeah, so, but other than that, it seemed to play pretty fine. I... Thought the controls were pretty good and seamless. I really liked like the controls for the bash controls when you're launching off of something and then the magnetic controls are those that seem pretty seamless. Um, I liked how they did that.
0: Yeah, and the bash that it just to clarify for our listeners, that is the strangely named bash, but it's actually the like counter where you grab an enemy or a projectile and launch it back at your enemy or use it to boost your jump.
1: Yeah, because you're bashing it <laughs> yeah. It, but you it, move yourself in the opposite direction like
0: I, I get the naming but it's like typically when you think of bash I think of you know the move from like Dungeons and Dragons type bash
1: yeah where you're just smashing someone with the shield or something yeah I can get that um, but uh, I I enjoyed that I, I little segment of the game
0: I highly recommend buying the hammer from the shop
1: the hammer
0: yeah there's you huge change Dawn. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: you can change the sword to uh, uh, well, uh, th- there's just no point in really having both the hammer and the sword, but you can have the uh, a hammer and it, it allows you to break heavy obstacles as well. But it, it hits like a truck.
1: <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I enjoyed a little bit of that I played. Other than that, I got back into. Well, for, I guess, so. okay, first out, because I've already been playing Crossout, as I've mentioned in the previous episode, um, the oh. battle pass for that game ends this month sometime, like, I don't know, like probably 18 or 19 days from today. And That goes up to level level 75, and I'm currently at level 59, so I might actually get the Battle Pass just so I get all the stuff from it because I I leveled up the whole Battle Pass anyways, (laughs) almost, and chances are with the amount I'm playing that game, I might actually be able to finish it. So that'll be like the first time I finished any sort of Battle Pass in any game. So that's pretty impressive for me. Is completing a Battle
0: Pass the equivalent of beating a game?
1: I... Maybe, I don't know, but it's actually I guess this is actually Crossout's first battle pass. I'm not sure what they've been doing before, but this is, game has been around for years as I've said, and I only discovered it recently. And uh yeah, so been playing around with that player market and I found out that the the market on the Xbox is fucked. Because in the early days of the market on the X or there I guess in the early days of the game being on the Xbox there was some sort of glitch or exploit where people were able to generate money infinitely. Yeah, that was fuck a market. So the whole market is like compared to the PlayStation and the PC, the whole market is like fucked up. That
0: happened in real life. Where some of the the uh, R- IRL players were able to generate money infinitely and it, it <laughs> fucked all the new players. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: From from yeah, getting so like,
1: anything. So, like a quick example is like one of the main materials you use for crafting is scrap metal, and to buy a bundle of one hundred scrap metal on PC or the PlayStation, it typically will cost you around four coins. Um, on the Xbox. When I started playing, I don't know, I want to say maybe a month ago or so. When I start, first started playing, the the, um, I would see scrap metal as low as like 12, 13, or 14. These days, scrap metals up to like 16 or 17 per 100, while PC and the PlayStation is still sitting around 4 or 5. So like the Xbox market just keeps getting worse for some reason, which kind of sucks when you're trying to like actually... Um, earn coins through the game because the game will give you the same amount that it gives a PC person for certain things so like the only real way to make money in the game is by just grinding out scrap metal or whatever materials and selling that on the market for whenever it's high and then You'll make the coins there because then you'll have all the, the inflated cost of everybody selling or buying coins at a higher price means that you just reap those benefits when you grind it out. But grinding it out takes forever because in like a match, you can maybe earn like 30 scrap metal per match and you can earn more when there's more um uh, when, cause they have like daily challenges and weekly challenges. And if you complete the daily challenges, you get bonuses and weekly challenges and all that fun stuff. Um, and they have like all these, they have like three different tiers of like challenges. Cause you have like your daily challenges that give you scrap metal and you have other challenges that give you, um, special, like they call engineer tokens that you can earn that are like, those are all weekly challenges and you can trade those in for certain parts or materials and then there's the battle pass challenges which will give you the up uh, basically being able to level up the battle pass which is what i've been grinding out too so um yeah so it's, like i said this game is a lot of grinding you're just playing matches there's different types of matches you can play but never really good i've i posted some clips on like twitter and instagram of what i've done in the game and what i've been playing Um, At one point I was playing like there's a mode right now called the drone apocalypse where you are a there's little there's you can have drones they're like a form of weapon in the game drones and uh, there's vehicle drones or uh, air drones and so in this mode they put you in the role of a vehicle drone and they just created like a few different like just random drone types that you can choose from every time you die it just gives you these random choices and your job is to protect a leviathan, which is like basically just a gigantic like land ship of a truck, and just has this. <laughs> this one has has no weapons on it. It's just you just have to. You're basically you are its weapons, and it pits two teams. So you two teams, each one has their own leviathan, and you all just drive around in this chaotic map blowing each other up, trying to destroy each other's Leviathan. And, uh, the whole game mode is just complete mayhem. Well, I was, uh, I, I had, at one point I was a drone that had like just a big, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger style chain gun. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm shooting at the enemy drone. And then I get clipped by, or uh, enemy drone, the enemy Leviathan. I get clipped by my own Leviathan and it kind of spins me up in the air. And because of the game physics and I was actively shooting the gun.
0: You became a tornado.
1: Yeah. I just started spinning around because of the game, game physics like the recoil of the gun, was just causing my, my drone to just infinitely spin around until I ran out of ammo.
3: Yeah. He <laughs> so was I just grew-
0: spinning and spinning. It was like, you're going crazy fast
1: yeah so i just uh had to uh, i ran i just i just kept going i was like okay i'm not gonna even this is pretty funny so i just used up all my ammo Then i just self-destructed after that but i posted a clip of that on the social medias and i have some other clips that i have saved i haven't um, edited down to uh put up yet so so yeah that's uh it's been a good good fun time with that just still grinding grinding all those parts out kind of figuring out the meta of the game at in these early stages um obviously I'm still like newer to the game I'm nowhere near the later stages where people are creating hover vehicles and shit so um but I do have a, some decent weapons they had like a stay at home event this last week where um in order to use in, in order to use special workbenches to craft like more powerful weapons you need to rent them which gives you like a certain amount of uses on the bench and those cost coins so it's another just way that they charge you coins for shit in the game but um this last week they made those all free unlimited use for to encourage the whole stay at home thing and so i got some use out of that and created some higher tier machine guns for my vehicles and those are pretty awesome um but other than that, that's pretty, that's pretty much it for that game. Um, I started getting back into Rocket League again. And I just happened to boot up the game on the first day of their newest Rocket Pass. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try out this Rocket Pass. See if I can get good at Rocket League for once. And uh, so I've been playing that. And that's another thing where I'm just I'm grinding out weekly challenges to get the points to level up the Rocket Pass. And it's just... It's a way to challenge yourself too, because it it's not just like oh, just score goals. It Like it wants you to do like specific things, and so it's like just a way for me to get used to doing different things in Rocket League. So it's pretty cool. I'm enjoying that. I've been playing a play, so I've been playing a bunch of Rocket League, a bunch of uh, Cross Out. You became um, a season passer. I, I did, yeah. It's weird because I've never really done season passes before, but I was just like, you know, I want to try these out. Never done it before. And uh, so now I feel like, and I feel like I have like this status over everybody else with rocket league because I already have like, I'm um, see that rocket league battle pass goes up to a hundred levels. I believe Jesus. And that levels. it's a lot of levels, but it goes from now until the end of July. I mean, it started at the beginning of April and went to the end of July. So it's like, I mean, four months to get to, I mean, that's essentially 25 levels a month. I'm already at level 20, I think. i between 17 and 20. I can't remember for sure. Um, So, I mean, and you get, you get levels every time you level up your regular skill level, and then you um, get points for the challenges that they do. So, um, I've been making sure I complete all those challenges so that I can get, get that, get those premium things. Um, and I've already been taking advantage of that cause you get like, I've already have like a premium cause one of the things in rocket league that you can customize is the explosion when you score. So whenever someone scores a goal, like they have their own explosion that they can choose if they have something else yeah, that default
0: explosion from death clock.
1: and so like the current the one that i have now was one of the premium ones from the rocket pass right now which turns the whole goal into like a bunch of crystals and then the crystals explode um it's pretty cool looking
0: yeah famed tiger king uh he liked the crystal one too (laughs) Uh. (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) apparently (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing and we should probably talk about what you've been playing.
0: Oh shit. Where do I start? Well, I finished up Neo two. I have talked a bit about this on the cast and that game is incredibly fucking long. I easily dumped over a hundred hours in it. I, I did get the platinum, but I mean, just finishing the game alone is probably 80 to 90 hours. Like it's a long one. Uh, Boss Fight's very challenging as to be expected. Uh but I don't know, a lot of people are like it's harder than Dark Souls, and some people say it's not harder than Dark Souls. I, I think it's just different. It's different than Dark Souls and if you're not playing it differently, you're going to struggle. So and it's got like a lot of a lot of deep systems like every weapon has its own uh skill tree. So if you're like using axes, like I used a big axe, but there's also like hatchets, dual swords, uh katana, the uh uh, what is it called? There's a really big, like, basically it's a die katana, but it, they have a different name in this. Uh, but it's a huge old katana, and it's like there's the that, and then there's uh, what else? Well, uh, there's just a, a, sh- a metric shit ton of weapons, and they all have their own skill trees that unlock their own moves, and and each, and then like it, on top of that, there's uh, high stance, low stance, and like mid stance. For each of these and they all function differently. Like so like hatchets uh, have a move where you can throw your hatchets. Okay. Yeah. So very a lot of these things and you kind of and, and the stances you can switch between on the fly. So and you, there's some cases where you might want to do that. I typically stay in high stance just because I want to maximize as much damage as I can. But then then so it's like not only do are the weapons like have all these intricacies to them. There is also the, uh, there's something called Omnion magic, which is like typically like buffs, but there's other like spells. So you can like shoot lightning or put like traps on the ground and stuff like that. Uh, or like buff your weapon with lightning fire or, you know, you know, kind of, it's like elemental magic is kind of the way I see it. There's also like slow status effects and st- crap like that in there. Uh, so there's that. And then there's also ninjutsu, which allows you to like throw, uh Shuriken, apply poison to your weapons uh you know set, also set traps it's, it's very similar to the omnion magic but it functions off a different skill and the uh w- with the skills it, it like like each weapon will have a primary stat that affects it and th- and it, this is similar to dark souls or any souls like game uh so like Typically, though, in Dark Souls, you might have a weapon that has, like, double scaling or triple scaling, which just means, like, hey, it's scaling off, like, strength and dexterity or, like, stamina or magic or whatever it might be. In this case, it at least very much is just like, hey, putting points in this stat increases the, uh, like, damage you're dealing with, like, hatchets or katana or whatever it might be uh ma- you know magic used ninjutsu, whatever it might be, plus like putting your points just straight up in a stat called magic, uh gives you additional magic slots. Um so stuff like that's really useful for equipping the Amya magic or also putting it in I think skill gives you ninjutsu stuff. I, I don't personally use a lot of that stuff. I used a little bit of ninjutsu just to buff my weapon uh yeah. and and put uh paralyzing traps on the ground. Uh, even though I, I didn't do that too, too much. I kind of started doing that late game, even though it, it didn't make too much of a difference. And then, so 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 this is just like, that's just the simple stuff. On top of that, nice. there's yokai abilities. So the yokais you defeat in the game all have souls that you have a chance to, they have a chance to drop it. Uh, it kind of reminds me a bit of uh, Castlevania, which I'll touch on that later, but they have souls they dropped, which give you abilities Uh, that you could use, which is usually an ability, like, you'll kind of have an ability from that yokai. Like, there's one that's, like, an umbrella. Yes, a literal fucking umbrella, and it's fucking an asshole to fight. But anyway, it shoots a bunch of simbomb needles when you, like, they'll temporarily, like, summon it, and it'll, like, spin around and shoot a bunch of simbon needles out that can uh, stun opponents. So, something like that. And you'll have, uh, you start with two of those, and you eventually unlock a third one. uh, And you'll be using those pretty constantly. They take up your, uh, uh, what is it called, anima gauge. Uh so it's kind of like a magic gauge I guess is kind of how I view it but it, oh, okay. it it just isn't your it isn't your magic cuz your magic is more like an equippable and an expendable so you like from a rest point you'll be like I equipped five like lightning bolts so that's how magic works it's not off a, a meter or anything uh but anyway though you you're, you're going to want to be using those yokai abilities quite frequently and then on top of that there's another meter that builds up over time which lets you transform into a basically like a yokai or an oni. It, it which had there's three different forms of that. So there is brute, uh, and this is based on your guardian spirit. So there's brute type, which gives you a giant club and lets you like bash enemies. And you kind of like loosely transform into this when you use a counter, which the counter is also attached to the anima gauge. Uh, it uses one little bub of anima gauge, but anyway. Uh, and you'll be using that counter all the fucking time. And that has kind of a cool move if you're able to break their posture with it. Uh, but anyway, the Brute is uses a club, and that's kind of the easiest counter I found. I mostly stuck with Brute, but it fit with my axe build since I'm like fairly close range. Uh, and then there's also one that is Feral, um, which works off dashing. So you have to dash into your opponents to counter them. Uh, and it's kind of like for fast attacks when you transform into it. And the other one is God, I forget the other one's name, but it, it works off like a, a shield. So it's like a true counter attack that you block and then, uh, it rebuts with an attack. Uh, but I never, I ignore the block button. I never use that. That's, that's not for Marcus. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, I guess what I'm getting at is like, there's a lot of systems in place and this is like a lot more in depth than I guess something like, uh, like a Dark Souls because there is a lot of abilities and there's a lot of combos with all your, your kit, but that doesn't necessarily mean I wouldn't argue like, like it's like comparing apples and oranges at some point. Um, just because there is so many systems in Neo, the the other thing is like, and I talked about this before, but the uh, Neo has like, and both the first one and the second one has kind of Diablo style loot. So, when when you kill enemies, uh, loot will just like like shitloads of loot will drop out of them, which can be anything from like healing pots to like just a shit ton of gear, and it's all like color rated. So it'll be like, oh, purple items, you know, like like. So on and so forth, you know, the blue, like white, blue, purple, and then like green is actually like you get that, like basically post game is, I guess, the best way to say it, but it's they're divine items, uh, and that they're just really good. And there is a rarity even above that that's an orange text, uh, which I never actually got any of that, but I assume you have to do basically New Game Plus to see that stuff, which I, I dug a little bit into, but probably not far enough into see any of that gear. Um, cause I, getting the platinum, which I got in this, it does require you to, uh, master every single weapon and do all the dojos and get the mystic art for every weapon. Nice. So I have played a little bit with every single weapon. Um, and I, despite being an ax user, the whole game, I liked the, uh, giant sword, probably the best, which I I, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it is, oh, the Odachi, uh, I, I liked that one the best, and I, I kind of was kicking myself for being like, man, I should have gotten that. I, I liked that in the uh, dual hatchets. Oh, yeah, and the a weapon I forgot to name was the Kizurigami. It's like a chain. It's, it's like the chain and sickle thing. Uh, that weapon's real cool. I, I used that as my sub-weapon for most of the game. Not to mention, there is also uh, ranged attacks, including a bow, a gun, and a hand cannon, and those are actually super effective here. You wouldn't think, considering it's a Souls-like, but if you get a headshot with this, it basically one-shots an enemy. It'll blow their fucking head off. It's great. Nice. Um, but all that technical bullshit aside, lots of very, very challenging boss fights. I... T- I did fine at the beginning of the game, and then about mid-game, I struggled a little bit, and then I changed up how I played a little uh, by adding the ninjutsu in there, and then uh, really util- like focusing on my yokai abilities and countering, and then like back after the game, I just breezed through. Uh, So there is a level that is like more complicated than sin, but I don't really want to like spoil it. It is in the back half of the game, but it is like (coughs) winding it. it, Imagine just winding paths that seem like they go on without end that are all one way. So it's like, I have to like go to the end of this so I can go on a different path. (laughs) It's nightmares. Uh, (laughs) It's it's a cool concept for a level. I just felt it was executed fairly poorly. Uh, Especially if you're like, I, I would waste time getting all the Kodamas uh, and I, I know I mentioned these guys before but just to reiterate they're like they look kind of like frogs they're a little like green things K- Kodamas have been featured in several things of media uh, most popularly known for uh, Princess Mononoke, the little like guys with their springy bouncy heads. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about Justin they shake <laughs> but but in in, uh, in this they're like they look like frogs at least but they uh, they no. got little teacup hats. And sometimes they're in the hot springs. Uh, I love them. I love them to death. And there's also the Sudamas, which are purple ones of them, and you trade them items, but they can also <laughs> attack you. Uh, with their, They're little tiny guys, like no bigger than your foot, and they just whack you on the shins. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a whole hell of a lot of like interesting in-depth stuff because I feel like a lot of that might be in spoiler territory despite the fact that like it, it, there is a story to this game, but since it is kind of dealing with history like Nobunaga and all that, that it, it like it's kind of tied to that in a way that makes it like the story's taking place in the background. But there is like a lot of it's like, yeah, there's text and shit. Uh, if you want to like really get in in the weeds with it but the fact that you create your own character in this one over the last one makes it so it's less story oriented be because I mean that's just how like when you create a character it's like your character doesn't talk <laughs> so oh, okay it's just that's just how it is but yeah I spent a lot of time with this game and I'm finding myself missing it in many ways now that I've kind of I don't have a reason to play it.
1: <laughs> um so how are you enjoying animal crossing
0: yeah so uh i've still been it seems been,
1: really polarizing
0: yeah i mean like it is what it is like a lot of people are gonna feel certain ways about animal crossing um i i can speak yeah. a lot more to it now i i'm still playing it every day and i'm probably going to yeah because you'd only just
1: that. started playing it last time we talked
0: yeah but now obviously i'd been
1: it's two been weeks some time
0: and i've been at home a lot uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I mostly dig up, like, fossils every day, and I, I since it ticked over to April, there was a lot of new bugs and fish, and I caught all those. Uh, bunny Day is happening. They call it Bunny Day, obviously, to not be offensive and call it Easter.
1: I hear a lot of people say Bunny Day is terrible.
0: Yes, in many ways, and uh, um, basically, there were eggs everywhere, and it was kind of annoying because when you're trying to fish and you catch eggs, it was annoying. You could get around <laughs> this by using bait, but that means you have to make bait, which takes a while because you can't mass craft, which is still annoying. It's like, why can't I just be like, make 10 bait? It's like, no, I have to craft them one at a time. So that that's just kind of annoying, which will probably be patched at some point. But the funny thing is, is they actually patched the frequency egg show up because it was getting so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but even though you do have to craft every bunny day item, if you want the special bunny day item, whatever the frick that's going to be, you have to get that on... Uh, Easter, uh, so so we'll find out in a couple days here. Um, which I haven't really crafted the items. I plan to. I have a metric shit ton of eggs, so I, I just haven't really. I don't. That that becomes kind of. I guess the thing I was going to talk about with Animal Crossing is I, I don't really care too much for the crafting. Like I think in some ways it was a needed thing to the franchise, but in many ways it's just like it's just extra steps between me and my shit that I don't like doing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, like, before it would be, like, oh, you just get cool shit or buy cool shit, which, I mean, you get some of that here, but now it's just, like, sometimes it's, like, oh, here's a recipe, and you're, like, oh, cool. And then, so, already getting the supplies to craft recipe can be kind of annoying, but on top of that, sometimes it's, like, oh, this requires me to make, like, kitchen sink, and I I don't have the recipe to make kitchen sink, so I guess I can't craft this thing. (laughs) So, So, I think the crafting is, like fairly flawed in many ways, but I it, it was gonna happen to the franchise regardless. Um the best thing about Animal Crossing, which is why this is why it works for me, where like a lot of games that don't have an ending don't work for me, but Animal Crossing does is because of the carrots and sticks. The the fact that it's got good like it, it constantly puts a goal in front of you that may take several days, actual real-time days to accomplish and that it always gives me like small term goals and long term goals that i'm able to do constantly where most like forever games like a minecraft don't have stuff like
1: that yeah
0: um but yeah i just i know it's uh like uh what what i messaged my brother today and he said something very offensive about it cuz he was like animal crossing is for moms is what is what he said <laughs> Which I'm like, it, it's not a game for everyone. It is like, why do I love it so much becomes a question. Like, and it's just, like I said, I, there's something about seeing something new, like constantly, which is just refreshing and being like super particular about the way things look and are. That is very enjoyable. And then like going to your friend's house and seeing their stuff, because this isn't like Sims, for example, where you could just cheat and make everything the way you want it, just the
1: exact way you want it. There's an actual amount of effort involved with everything you do in this game.
0: Yeah, because it's like, oh, I had to like, well, and people are going to, essentially the arrangements in people's houses, like even if they cheated and like time traveled, are likely still going to be limited to just the items they've seen. So a lot of the times you got to just make do and be like, I have this table in my house. It's not the ideal table, but it's the table I got. And I think that creates some interesting things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's something that was always satisfying about, I mean, when I played the Sims a lot, like I would, I would do like the thing where it's like, oh yeah, there's, here's this family where I use the cheats so I can just build a giant mansion and do whatever I want. But then I would be like, okay, well now I'm going to play with this family and just do everything legit and just start in this small house and build it on as I, progress in the game and there was like there was so much more satisfaction playing the game that way for me than there was with the cheats
0: i mean and that becomes kind of like uh like i still don't i know like that becomes also another thing is some people like obviously people are time traveling in animal crossing and there's not much you can do about that but i mean there isn't like really straight up cheats in animal crossing and i think that's what makes it more attractive to me like Despite the fact that, like, essentially, if you're time traveling, I just, like, I'm like, "Eh, whatever, I just ignore you, because, like, all your shit is kind of illegitimate at that point. It makes your shit less cool to me. Uh, But, I don't know, I I know there was a lot of FOMO going on when this game came out, because, like, people doing stuff early and then being like, look at my cool thing I got, and people having to wait, even though it's like, after a week's worth of time, you'll be where everybody else is, basically. Um, and then it's kind of your coasting game that you just kind of autopilot. And like, like, I mostly just play it in the morning. Um, and it seems like everybody's obsessed <laughs> with turnips and the turnip prices, which I'm like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like it, th- Like, I'm already at a point where I'm like, I basically have unlimited money. Because it's like, you get your turnips on Sunday, you get your fruit every three days. So I'm just able to harvest all my fruit every three days. Sell so all that, and that's like for me. That's like what, like eight hundred thousand from just a fruit harvest. And it's like, what, what do you need? Like, like after you paid off your house and like built some bridges and shit, what do you need money for? Like, money becomes like a, like you just have shitloads of money.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so, anyway, that's... Animal Crossing can be Animal Crossing. I don't want to, like, linger on it because there isn't too much to say about it that hasn't already been said. It, it, like, it exists. It's a thing for some people. It's not a thing for everybody. I mean, I'm always excited to catch new fish and, like, I got my string fish and all that shit. But it, it's I feel it's, like, not inherently... Like, outside of people who are playing it, it's not interesting to talk about, I feel. Uh, but anyway, I I, I played... A, I, I, w- I was going to hopefully talk about it last week uh, so you could have first impressions and last impressions, but uh, <laughs> Doom Eternal, I kind of mashed through, I guess. Uh, not too much because yeah. it's like I'm just at home. I have nothing else to do. I technically played probably like a couple levels here and there like for uh, days over time, but it's only uh, 13 missions long, so it's not a very long game, obviously, but... The levels are kind of they take about an hour, hour and a half, especially if you're getting all the collectibles in them or doing all the challenges, Uh, which I don't know. I didn't find those two particularly hard, but according to my brother, yeah, I'll throw some shade his way. But earlier today, he was like he was mentioning he didn't get the uh, special gun you get from doing the uh, big challenges that are behind these like gates And he was like, I don't want to replay through the whole game to get it. And I was like, well, you don't want to play (laughs) through the whole game because there's only six keys. So that means you just have to replay six missions. But that's if you didn't get any of them, uh, which six missions isn't the whole game, obviously, if it's 13 missions long. But that aside, then he was just like, well, I tried the first one, but it was impossible. And I was like, it's not impossible. I I just did them as I came to them. And he was like, (laughs) bullshit. No, you didn't. But I'm like, I I have the receipts that prove I did because there's a trophy for doing your first one and obviously i'll have that trophy uh dated before the trophy for beating like chapter 2 so or not necessarily chapter 2 but whatever chapter came after that challenge
3: <laughs> yeah
0: cuz i don't think there is one in the first chapter maybe in the second chapter i can't really remember uh i i i went through a real whirlwind of emotions with doom eternal actually like cuz Honestly by mission 3 I my thought was they fucked up Doom. <laughs> they, they fucked it up cuz boy uh, mission 3 in particular it is like and I know there's been a lot of articles about this but I mean like Doom is it's hard. Doom Eternal's hard, especially at first. Like once you get a lot more of your kit it's it becomes a lot a lot better so have that to look forward to but early on when you're like I got my shotgun And I got like an assault rifle. That's it. (laughs) Like, I don't like, and then occasionally you'll be like, here's your flamethrower and here's like grenades. But it's like, even that stuff takes a while to unlock. So it's like, you don't have a lot going on at first. And honestly, pro tip here, when you get that upgrade, put it on your fucking, like get the sniper function for your rifle. Don't go the route I did with the mini missiles because they were good in the first game, but they they fuck they don't do shit in the second game.
1: <laughs> like and then I've the, been hearing, I've been hearing that using a controller with this game is very difficult.
0: Um, I I wouldn't know because I can't really like I can't play FPS yeah. games on PC to save my fucking life. But that's just because yeah, I don't play on PC.
1: What I'm what I'm hearing is like there's times where you're wanting to like jump. You're like jumping, and you have your hand on like the thumbstick, and but then you need to be pressing like A, B, or X or Y or whatever, and, and you you did take your thumb off the thumbstick, which causes issues, which I has mean, me I thinking like
0: to do complex maneuvers like that anyway because uh, I'm just not good at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm like thinking like if I get this if I get this on my Xbox, I should probably use my elite controller. Yeah,
0: with the back paddles. <laughs> for some of those extra buttons because there is like a lot of functionality uh, which I'll I guess I'll go into as much as I I find kind of this techno babble a little bit boring but anyway you so their thing is that it's like a combat puzzle and it's kind of like a rock paper scissors thing Uh, at least that's how it was in the first one as well where it's like so you got your uh, glory kills which they replenish health and then you have a flamethrower which makes the enemies drop armor yeah And it it gets even this added like four layers because it's like you have those two things. Then there's also, uh, what is it? God, there's so many fucking things, but then it it, like, what are they? Well, glory kills and flamethrower are the two obvious ones, but then there's also like your blood punch that refills over time, which basically lets you one shot enemies. Oh yeah. Then chainsawing enemies gives you ammo. (laughs) Like, like it's just a whole fucking rigmarole which it kind of becomes a little too much, but then it's like there are ice grenades. So you have your regular grenades, and then there's ice grenades, which you have to switch to on the D-pad, which is kind of annoying, and it's hard to remember which one you used and which one's on cooldown. Uh, Your blood punch thing is kind of annoying to like remember how many of those you've used and how many you have in like your charges for that, and you're going to be wanna- wanting to blood punch, and sometimes I accidentally blood punch people that I don't want to blood punch, and then you have your fuel for your fucking... Chainsaw, so it's like you can't just chainsaw guys endlessly. You gotta like Time when you use that so it's like so there there are moments where it's like I got like no ammo and this only became Problematic in one scenario where I had a bug happen. I only I only ran into like one bug while playing this But there's these guys. I think they're called doom hunters uh, But they're, they're immune to super weapons, which specifically that means there's a weapon called the crucible, which is the sword so you can already see that this is going like several layers deep. <laughs> you get the crucible towards the end of the game, uh, but it, it's the, so, so, I don't like they've showed it in all the promo art. So I don't feel it's a spoiler that you get this thing, but it, it, the crucible is the sword and it is basically like a one shot kill, but you can't use it against these doom hunters because they're immune to that. And they're also immune to the BFG uh, and the oh, super, wow. super ultimate secret weapon that I, I
1: want. Oh, so these are the marauders. Yeah, the Marauders, that's what they're called. Yeah, I've Um, been hearing a lot of complaints about them Marauders and being like, these Marauders are ruining Doom.
0: (laughs) Mine broke because they only can get hurt when they go to attack you and their eyes flash green. But they, this is where it gets weird. So, they got different attacks based on the range you are from them. And if they're far away, they will either, like, chase you or summon like a Hellcat thing that attacks you. Um... And then when you're you're really close, they shoot you with a shotgun. But you want to be mid-range because then they'll use their axe and go in for these attacks which let you counterattack them. And it specifically shows that with the super shotgun. So I pretty much only use the super shotgun to attack these guys. Which, I mean, if ammo is a problem, you're going to get fucked. But usually it does spawn uh, little fodder enemies that you can chainsaw and get more ammo back or health or whatever you need to fight these guys. But they're really fucking annoying. My guy bugged and he constantly was treating me like I was far away (laughs) forever. I I was fighting him for about 35 minutes because I was trying to see if I could just kill him like in some way. I was shooting him with rockets, throwing grenades around him, shooting him with my super shotgun for 35 fucking minutes. So it's and that's when I was like, I guess you have to use the counterattack because the, that becomes another thing. They added all enemies have weak points, which I think is nice, in some capacity. Uh, I I think they might need to dial it back a little bit, but but basically, if you if you're not using the weak points, the enemies are incredibly hard to kill. So the Arachnitrone has its little cannon on its back that you. Uh, you can shoot off with the, and this is why I insist on getting the sniper function for the assault rifle. Cause you can just snipe it off and similar with a lot of other enemies, you can just snipe their fucking weak points and it makes them incredibly fucking easy. Uh, but in the, uh, original thing, it's like, Oh, shoot your little, uh, grenade attachment that you have for, for the, uh, for your regular shotgun at the, yeah. uh, little cannon blow it off. Uh, and, and for a long time, early game, it was like, if you don't do that, you're just fucked because you just don't have enough health and armor to take any shots. But, I mean, like, late game, because you have much more of a kit, you have rockets and everything, it's like, you can kill those things without hitting their weak point uh, with, like, a, a couple of super shotgun shots or some rockets. Rockets basically kill everything. Rockets are great. I felt like they were trying to make a break <laughs> here, but, but anyway, it just is, like... That, that weak point stuff kind of becomes a pain in the ass until you have a lot more of your kit to deal with. But early game, it's like, yeah, you're not using weak points. You're fucked. And that's why I insist, don't go with the mini rockets. You'll get fucked because they don't target weak points. <laughs> and you're going to need that when you're fighting, like, the Mancubus or the Arachnatrons or whatever the fuck. Uh, But like, like I said, I guess, like, uh, by Chapter 3, I was like... Uh, the bigger thing there was like the combat was already like, so, so basically any of the killing room type stuff was ridiculously hard early game. And then between that, there's only jump puzzles. I was like, stop with the fucking jump puzzles. (laughs) Like I, I like the occasional, like, Oh, this is like a jump puzzle you have to do to get a secret, but it was just how you got around was solving these like weird jump, jump puzzles, the game. Um, clearly they played Celeste. There is, so you have two mid air dashes. That's how you know they played Celeste. And here's how you extra know they play Celeste. There are moments where you'll be dashing in air and there'll be a little canister you get that replenishes your dash so you can dash more
1: in air. Oh, so I'm going to love this game then. No, Celeste doesn't
3: work in 3D. <laughs>
0: and I was under the impression you had more of a grappling hook type functionality, but you really don't. The super shotguns like alt fire. Uh, fires a hook that pulls you into enemies, and that's about the extent of that. And I was like, oh, I thought you'd use it to, like, grapple around the environment, which seemed cool, but you really don't. Uh, So so I had some letdowns there. Uh, But, like, all said, from mission five on, I was having a great time. And, like, like when the game works, it fucking works, but it, like, until you have your full kit and, like, a lot of upgrades to health and armor and stuff, it, it can be a bit of a slog. So, and I still haven't checked out the online modes, but I don't know. And and the first game struck like a really beautiful balance with like seriousness and comedy. Like it kind of was like, Oh, this is like a fucking hell world and everything's shitty. But doom Slayer kind of is. He's funny at times. He's like a little cheeky. There's like basically none. Like at least if there was any of that here, it didn't work. Because I didn't know
1: Yeah, it. from what I'm hearing it seems like they dove into the lore in like a way that you wouldn't have wanted them to.
0: Honestly, I was confused the whole fucking time. <laughs> there, there were so, mu- there was so much lore that I just didn't give a shit about and I was like okay, they're trying to have like such yeah. a deep story that I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Apparently
1: like I, a lot of it's in the codex stuff you have to read too, which is like, like eh. there was a
0: point where I was like, okay, this is the guy from the last game, but what, what happened to him and I, I, like I'm like how did he get the way he is now like that didn't happen <laughs> in the first game so I'm like I'm sure there's a fucking thing about it but I just don't care to read it because it's it's too much Yeah.
3: like
1: it's it giant bomb said that all the stuff is in the codex and but I'm not look, like it's like to the point where they're like no, yeah if you want to
0: though like you're yeah you're, these are doom players like like not not to, there are definitely doom players that are deep on the fucking lore there's plenty of those but it's like yeah y- y- you're these are like shooter fans like and that becomes the part of the like show don't tell like like dark souls is able to get away with the deep lore bullshit because it's like fundamentally like what it's doing is fun throughout So I'm like, it it doesn't, like, if you don't give a shit about the lore, you don't need to, like, give two flying fucks about that. But I'm like, it's hard for me not to be like, okay, what's going on when it's like, here's important story, beat, but you have no idea what's going on. And it's like, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, this is something I wanted to bring up too. Um, So since we're talking about Doom, Shart Select started somewhat of a challenge, I want to call it the doom difficulty challenge and it's where you start up a game and you turn on the original doom music you know the dunnet 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 da. so you turn that music on and you just go through the game just just constantly just killing people just from beginning to end see how far you can get just going like playing a game as if you're playing doom that's that's (laughs) the doom that's the doom difficulty challenge they're suggesting something like dishonored or skyrim
0: and i suggest control because like i said that song would have improved that
3: game
1: (laughs) yeah what other what other games would be good to play as in doom difficulty just start the game and just start going wild and killing everything in sight
0: uh probably devil may cry even though devil may cry (laughs) has got a banger soundtrack but I, I honestly uh, what I was thinking the whole time playing Doom is that I'm like Doom, Mortal Kombat and Devil May Cry are all like the same universe it's, it's all the same <laughs>
1: Um, I wonder what about the first fable
0: <laughs> I, I don't know there's something about it the BBC there that that doesn't work with
1: it might be hard I guess there, there's segments where you could because essentially there's a point towards the end of the game where it turned into a Doom mode because we were just Stealing stuff, and so there was just an endless amount of cops coming after us. We just kept killing them all.
0: Yeah, I would go <laughs> use that berserk spell and get all big and like crush them.
1: Uh, they're saying it has to be a first person game though, but I disagree because no. I think Grand Theft Auto would be perfect for that.
0: I was also gonna say, uh, Mega Man,
1: Mega Man, <laughs> Saints Row,
0: Mega Man is a stone cold killer,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sonic is
0: cold, dead eyes anyway uh i do have another game to talk about that is kind of the magnum opus and i have watched stuff but i don't think i'll mention that here just because i i have so much shit to talk about uh but we should do a break and then come back and talk about that other thing
1: okay we're gonna take a break
3: If you're looking for some mind-stimulating entertainment, check out The Rise of King of Silas. Go to youtube.com slash jvmyka or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Just search for The Rise of King of Silas. You won't be disappointed.
0: All right, and we are back, and uh, yeah, the last... Marcus has
1: more shit to talk about.
3: Well,
0: the last one is very important, um, at least for me, but <laughs> Justin wants me <laughs> to wrap it up as quickly as possible, and I don't know if I can, but anyway. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out for a lot of people that comes out today as of Thursday this recording if they're getting Marcus it as, got it I, early I got mine on Wednesday morning because I got the uh holy I got shit. the big boy collector's edition with the Hardy Daytona and like the cloud uh
3: the,
1: the, the yeah Sig arts figure that stuff looks badass
0: very very stupidly expensive it was like the most expensive collectors edition I've ever bought was, how much like, was it I think it was 350 something like that 3 okay three i DVD. was like that it seems expi- for, for
1: for for what you game. got out of it
0: yeah i know that that motorcycle is big it is very big <laughs> but, yeah but yeah the uh very cool collectors edition i i mean it also incl- they 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 did the best thing a collectors edition can do they included a steel book and the regular game case it's all i care <laughs> about <laughs> yeah so uh Final Fantasy VII Remake, though, I've been playing it since Wednesday. I am already 20 hours deep because I have nothing better to do, as we talked about. Um, Yeah, so I'm 20 hours deep, and I'm, like, chapter-wise, I'm halfway through. I'm at chapter 9. I looked up how many chapters there are. There's 18 chapters. Don't know if anybody cares about that, but I I, I mean, that kind of, I think, is a good signifier for the length of this because I know a lot of people were worried since this is just Midgar, but the fact that I'm 20 hours deep and I'm only about halfway through means at the very least, which I still think the back half chapters are longer, but it's like at the very least, this is probably going to be 40 hours if you're just doing story. So that, there's that, but I, I think it's quite a bit longer than that. Uh, Cause I'm also only level 21. So I've been playing for 20 hours and I'm only level 21. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. But I am at the, uh, uh if for people who have played the original i am at uh they say don corneo i always said don corneo when i was a kid but anyway don corneo uh so that uh moment in the game i don't want any spoilers for anybody who doesn't know but that, that is the part of the game i am at uh very nice uh the combat of this game fucking nailed it i don't think oh, yeah. you can ever have uh like, ARPG combat better than this, uh, you are actively, like, so you're actively attacking, and then you will have, uh, your ATB gauge, which is kind of like your special commands, which will let you use spells or uh, abilities and other shit, but that will fill and then you can use those, but you use those for you and it will temporarily kind of like slow down time while you use those or use those for your other characters. But in addition to that, you can also switch to your other characters. If you just straight up are like, Hey, I don't like cloud and you want to play as like Barrett or uh, Tifa or uh, I say Eris but I know, I know that's a point of contention that a lot of people say Aerith and it is Aerith in the canon now, but uh, yeah, you can play as all those characters and that's fucking great. Uh, but if you just want to like play as them and do like their limit breaks and be all cool. Um, the combat is just fucking stellar. And my, my problem when they do kind of combat, like actiony combat, like it is, is that can tend to get mashy. Like it, um, like kingdom hearts is a good example where it's like, Oh, I I'm just matching, mashing the attack button and I'm winning. That is not the case here. Uh, you will have to be healing and casting spells and doing your abilities. Otherwise you'll just get fucking creamed. Uh, and there is also for cloud, at least, uh, other characters have other things that are, they get a little too complicated to go into, but if you push the triangle button, it's not like a heavy attack, but you switch your stance. Uh, he has kind of the, the uh, I forget the name, I think it's called operator stance is the first one. Uh, and that's like for, uh, like rolling around and like, it's a real mobile stance. And then he switches to punisher stance. Which is like for heavy attack damage when you you down enemies because that's, uh, enemies also have a posture bar that you can break and then they get staggered and they'll be on the ground and they'll take increased damage with that. Uh, Okay. Uh, Very man, I love the mechanics of this. Like it is just uh, like I don't know. They just like keep doing what you're doing because you fucking nailed it. Like and the the summons work really cool too. Uh, they they are like case used like they kind of were in fifteen where it's very much like you can't just summon whenever the fuck you want to. It's very like there are certain conditions and certain arenas where you can summon, uh, which seem to have, uh, weird rules behind how they work, but the summon, like they come out and they're in combat with you and they have like, like they'll be attacking too. And then you, you can like give them commands to do special stuff with your ATB gauge. Uh, very cool. And then when they, they're about to disappear, they do their like final attack. So that that's fucking amazing. Um, Nice. Like, I, I, I just to preface a lot of this is like, like I'm, I, I will just say straight up front, I am a huge Final Fantasy VII fan, so like I'm definitely going to be very biased on this, like, and that's impossible to avoid. But honestly, <laughs> this is my front runner for game of the year already. It's that fucking. Oh wow. Game. Um, if you haven't played seven, I would still recommend this. Cause then you'll understand this is the game I was playing as a kid, basically. Like this is how I imagined it. This is how it looked in my head. This is like all the, like, this is all of that and more, uh, the music stellar. It was already like final fantasy sevens music is already like some of the best music you'll ever hear. Uh, Nobu Iwamatsu did the original soundtrack blow your mind. Amazing. But this soundtrack is like, so it's that and more. So it, it's a good Damn. soundtrack, the visuals, fucking killer. And you know what? That little tiny thing that really like, it, it hits me like so fucking hard. Every line is voice acted in this. I have not encountered wow. anything that's, that is just pure text.
1: That's impressive.
0: Every line by just random NPCs you're walking past in the street. And they, they are like, even the, the little dumb NPCs you walk past have like little dumb voice lines and like commentary on what's happening. And it really adds to the world and makes the world feel lived in. But on top of the world just feeling, like, lived in by the NPCs, which is really cool, the enemies are very much tailored to, like, the environment you're in, and they feel like they inhabit the space. So it's not like... Like, in the original game, it'd be like, this is a weird... Like, this is a house I'm fighting. That's weird that it's a house. And that they, like... They will make sense out of stuff like that, which is cool as fuck. Huh. So lots of like i don't know like i i've been just like blown away and it is like hard for me to like even doing this podcast has been hard uh because i just want to like i'm at a very good moment in the game and i just want to get back to it but like dear god and i've just been playing it non-stop cuz i i can't put it down <laughs> and honestly if i was to compare the combat to anything it is a perfect form of the crisis core combat it, it is less like the original 7 combat even though i know there is a turn-based way you can play the new one um i'm just playing with the new style cuz it's it, it just works they killed it but yeah i'm like every like and the thing is is like it, this is why i suggest uh even people who maybe weren't a fan of 7 like at least maybe check this out when it's cheap or something uh even though it, i mean this game's selling like hotcakes but the the thing is like For the hardcore Final Fantasy fans, this is, like I said, this is, like, the game we already saw because how, like, granular the fans were about, like, dumb things and dumb side characters and, like, dumb side quests that happened in the original seven that were, like, sometimes completely missable. This kind of puts that shit front and center and draws attention to it and shows why it's important. Oh, nice. But, man, and it, it, like, I don't know, everything is gorgeous and... So, something interesting, like seven in a way, like the, the remake feels like, uh, it, it, it's like an odd thing in a, the world we live in, because a lot of, ge- it, how do I get at this? A lot of games, like, especially from the Capcom space, but they're focusing on photo telemetry of scanning in like real people and putting real people in games and real faces in games. This doesn't do this. This kind of approaches it from like, we are crafting a character, like from the ground up, uh, which, I don't know, it, it always has like, almost that like pixar type, like, it, it, I wouldn't say it's like a Pixar film, but it, it is because it is a holistically unique character that can only exist in a fantasy space, that they have more personality and character and like, I guess, love in a way behind them than they do when it is just like, we scanned a real person into the game. Wow. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> it's it a is a glowing like, review. <laughs> Like, I mean, these are just my first impressions. I'm not even, like, I, I. that's why I feel I have to do a review for this specifically and, like, get yeah. really uh, into the nitty-gritty uh, apples to oranges of talking about old Final Fantasy, new Final Fantasy, and all that bullshit, and just Final Fantasy as a legacy. But it, it is yeah. hard, Something like, to possibly
1: look forward to on our other feed.
0: Yeah, like, like I said, though, this is... Uh, it it is it has so far been like my front like i've played a lot of good games uh in the past month and especially now being in quarantine uh like like doom eternal, animal crossing, uh ori and the blind forest, well ori uh and the will of the wisp, like several great gr- like all great games, like all great games that i can recommend, but final fantasy 7 remake is like just blowing me away in a way i like and you got to imagine like how high my bar was for this of like, yeah. like, a tr- like the hardcore Final Fantasy VII fans are going to be extremely hard to please. Kind of like how Star Wars fans are the ones who hate Star Wars. Like that's the kind of expectations you have to live up to. And you got to also imagine that people were mad at me included going into this being like, Oh, it's just Midgar. I was a bit more lax than a lot of people <laughs> on that. Cause I, I understood how large actual like Midgar is. But you got to understand, like, going into it with, like, measured expectations in a way like that and, like, just being floored is uh, quite an amazing experience. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I'll get back to that and who knows, I'll probably finish it in the next couple days uh, because I have nothing but time right now (laughs) and it's all I care about doing. But, (laughs) yeah, it is. Yeah, like like i said i wish i could get into some of the the moments i find amazing in it and some of the, like the reasons why i love things but i kind of can't um i will touch a little bit on uh many people find like this becomes one of those like tightrope walks uh, i know like i i'm i am not a black person so i can't speak very well to how this relates race wise but uh i know barrett in many ways is kind of a problematic character for some of uh th- things he says and things he does uh, even though I'm like he is based off Mr. T and I'm not like giving that a pass like that's not me uh, excusing the way he is, but because they already created him in 1997 and he already existed that way and like many people liked him that way that you have to then this is that tightrope walk of like we have to appease the people who already liked him uh and then also try to like change him enough that people find him less problematic and i feel it's like impossible to do i personally like that this becomes that thing where i'm like i liked him in the past and i like him now but i, I i'm just voicing i do see why he's problematic as a character <laughs> <laughs> um but i love barrett <laughs> yeah I, I love barrett but i mean i also like mr t uh for what it's worth, but Hey, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I think that kind of wraps that up. I know I don't want to just, uh, bore, uh, Justin to tears or, uh, not necessarily. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm boring Justin to tears, but, uh, I know we gotta, we're going to run a little late and I don't want to keep him up all night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have lots of stuff to talk about all the time. So, um, One thing I wanted to mention before we jump into community engagement was <clears throat> the microphone on the DualSense controller for the PlayStation 5. I'm wondering if Sony has a plan where they're thinking that because in recent years, uh, voice chat in games has gone pretty much by the wayside and it's not happening much anymore. And I'm wondering if their intention with adding a microphone to the controller itself is. Is that they want to encourage more voice chat in games, and they I I think that is
0: a step, but
1: yeah, by like adding it to the control because the way I play games is like I don't expect to talk to anybody in a game when I'm just sitting down and playing, and if I put a headset on, it's because I'm intentionally, I'm intentionally going to play with somebody and I'm going to be chatting with them, and And if not, I'm not not going to bother. Yeah. And I'm not like for me, it's like I'm not gonna go out of my way to grab a headset to put on when I'm playing a game by myself. And That's so I, I think almost in, think
0: in some ways it's on the game developer to make the game either encourage people to actually use voice chat to play, even though that seems to be near impossible to do, or they need to go the uh, apex route and make it so it's easier yeah. to communicate yeah without thoughts voice. and ideas without voice which i i think yeah. things are leaning more that way and that i think that if there's one takeaway from apex it's that like and granted stuff like that has existed before but apex yeah. just did it really well
1: yeah i just keep thinking like how great that apex stuff would be in Crossout because <laughs> in Crossout we just have some of the like you, you, hold Y, and there's some commands like saying "Oh, great" or "Thanks" or "Need help" or "Attack," but there's no like point in a direction and press a button and say "Go here" or anything like that. And yeah, it's I mean, not the, like contextual anyway. A
0: real intuitive pinging yeah. system that worked.
1: And so every once in a while, you get like the one guy in a game that has a microphone, and most of the time there's someone with music on in the background or. A bunch of people talking. So I imagine, like playing, like there's gonna be a lot of people playing these games. that are gonna end up t- being like, like turn chat audio off at like the system level because yep, they're gonna I'm be one of those people. They're like, they're gonna be joining the game, and since there's already a microphone in the controller, it's gonna be a lot more of that. Oh, there's background noise. There's someone talking. There's music. There's dogs it's always barking. The
0: fan blowing straight into the mic somehow.
1: <laughs> it's I don't always know just. How. But so it's like it's good. I think it's both good and bad because I I don't mind like encouraging chatting in these games, but at the same time it's like you, I don't know.
0: I think like, the early days of Xbox Live on the 360 were kind of a magical time, but they don't need yeah. to happen again.
1: Yeah, it's because
0: I mean we saw what it evolved into. I do yeah. think uh, the the newer generation of gamers, like the Gen Z people, and like whoever's after Gen Z. Um, do we just start at Gen A again, or? <laughs> but but I I mean I think those people are actually more polite and more respectful, and I think also the the older people, the millennials that were doing a lot of that shit, they're also just older and more seasoned and less likely yeah. to talk about fucking your mother. But <laughs> I don't know. It, the, the other thing happens in games in general.
1: The other thing it too is that the the sad part about like that being like the golden era of voice chat is how much better it can be now, like because of the compression and the internet being slower back then, like voice chat was terrible and it sounded terrible. Like you had like three voice profiles. Like you always like anybody who was younger or a girl sounded the same. Any And then there's, you have like your mid range tone guy. And then you always had like the person with the deep voice. And I'm going to
0: have to call Mark Cerny on this one.
1: <laughs> so everybody sounded the same in those days. And now like, it could be like, Oh, everybody sounds great. It's the voice chat is awesome because there isn't issues. I mean, we have stuff like discord where people are chatting and it sounds like you're talking to the person in the room most of the time. Um, so I don't know. It's, it kind of goes both ways for me in that area. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's just interesting to me that they're having a, a microphone in the controller as like a default thing.
0: Yeah. Um, I I I think it's like like in some ways it's a good idea. I hope it's a quality mic. Uh it should be at least decent in some capacity yeah. because that tech is fairly cheap now uh to have something somewhat decent. At least it'll be better than the old 360 mics that God. shipped with all the those 360s.
1: Yeah. Those horrible awful mics. <clears throat> but with that being said, it's time to get to community engagement. Um, so first I'm going to actually, we had, I did post this on Instagram too. So I'm going to, we only had a few replies on Instagram. So I'm going to hop on there and get those out of the way. So this week's question was what games have most, uh, what games have recently most helped distract you from the fact that the world is on fire?
0: Oh boy. That's actually, that's a good question. That is a good one.
1: unfortunately it doesn't lead to a lot of discussion because it's just saying what games you're playing is what it boils down to but i mean it's good for anybody listening you get a good idea of what games that you could be playing in case you don't know what to play while the word world is on fire so this could be for you so we have eric rules on instagram pokemon sword asphalt nine legends sparklight overcooked two river city girls
0: yeah, I've wanted to check out River City Girls, but I haven't had a chance to. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be a while before you do have a chance to with Final Fantasy Seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I have that and I also I, I picked up Persona Yeah five Royal, uh Nice. And I obviously was like, I I need to get through Doom, so and that's a hundred hour RPG, so I was like, that's not happening before Final Fantasy Seven remake, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> um gogp underscore classic says wolfenstein one two old blood ori and the willowing wasps <laughs> and a few others that i've forgotten thanks ori for remi- the willowing wasp yeah i like that and thanks for reminding me that the world is on fire played about four minutes of you and marcus on the gogp show it's potty worthy podcasting i tell you Man, we're <laughs> get, we're gonna try it. it me and Am are conspiring to start an award show called the Potties.
0: Oh, speaking of potties, I did get my uh, bidet attachment for my toilet. So oh, did you I really? Have, I have a clean.
1: Butthole, Man, you're full on apocalypse mode. You don't have to use toilet paper anymore.
0: I mean, I use the toilet paper. You don't. Uh, you didn't get
1: your monogrammed ass towel yet?
0: Not yet. Uh, that's arriving <laughs> Tuesday.
1: That's from. That's coming no, from Wish.com.
0: I'm kidding about that, but I, um, yeah, it's it. I don't know. I, I, I like the bidet. I thought it would take a while to get used to, but uh, you know, it's nice. I gotta,
1: I gotta it's get a Nice one.
0: feeling. I call it being European. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <God.
3: laughs>
1: and
0: they call they call shitting and not using the bidet. They call that pulling an American. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> getting back to these here uh bose underscore game room uh from Shar or from shart from precisely podcast says tv specifically project runway
0: oh surprised it didn't say uh the tiger king
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's not into those tiger kings yeah, i mean
0: who knows a lot of people <clears throat> watched it obviously <laughs>
1: Um. Then we're gonna hop on over to Twitter, and on Twitter we have code at LGA Code says Ori in the Blind Forest for the King and League of Legends.
0: Interesting. Is he playing Ori in the Blind Forest or Ori in the Will of Wisp? That's a real question.
1: I almost want to say maybe Will Blind Forest, so that then he can play Will the Wisps. Fair enough. That's my assumption. That's what I did, but yeah.
0: I was just posing a very real question.
1: MTTX gamer at MTTX gamer, and that's gamer spelled G A M R. Grand Theft Auto Online, Halo, Apex, Warzone, and PUBG.
0: Goddamn, it's a lot of shooting.
1: Yeah, a lot of shooting. Uh, MTTX gamer is a streamer, I believe, so that might, that checks out. Um, so Wizard Podcast at So Wizard Podcast says. Resident Evil Two, Thimbleweed Park, Animal Crossing.
0: Now, when they say Resident Evil Two, I'm assuming mean- remake. <laughs> I just have to pose these questions. <laughs> well, Resident Evil uh, Three uh, came out the uh, remake, as I call it. Uh, here, yeah, but yeah, that came out. Um, I want to play it, but I, I I haven't bought it, so I'm going. I'm, <laughs> but by, by the time I get around to it, maybe it'll be on sale.
1: Nice. Um, Grand Rapidians play video games at grand underscore video says still binding of Isaac mostly.
0: I never did binding of Isaac, yeah. I know it's good, but I, I like skipped that one.
1: <laughs> uh, Nerds Sip, a gaming podcast done different at Nerd Sip Podcast, says getting back in the hearthstone, <clears throat> getting back in the hearthstone helped, but also didn't help my wallet. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit.
1: Ain't that yeah. the truth?
0: Yeah, uh, I I can't recommend it. Um, That's more addictive than Joe Exotic's crystal.
1: <laughs> Goddamn. It's <laughs> Joe Exotic. Uh, Cast at CoffinCast says, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's stunningly beautiful and it helps me work out aggression.
0: It's funny because at first I just heard work out and I was like, oh, is he playing it with the Ring Fit controller? <laughs> is he if you saw people have modded the ring fit controller to work with breath of the wild
1: oh really no i haven't seen that so you oh, can shit. really get a work yeah oh shit um i understood that reference at cap understands 100 no man's sky and psvr it's at least made me feel somewhat like i'm outside well, also he's
0: in a mech just like in real life
3: yeah
1: <laughs> also dreams on ps4 as it's so consistently different all the time your mind almost can't get bored or settle on any misery inducing thoughts um bad pitches at bad pitches tv says it's been a ton of sims and animal crossing in our house <clears throat> uh rolling in the geek at rolling the in the geek says picked up arc for the kids and when i <clears throat> and uh, picked up Ark for the kids and I when it was on sale for the PS4. We have been having a blast all playing together. And TV Tuners podcast at TV Tuner says Sonic Dad Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles.
0: They should be playing that Sonic Forces. No, I'm <laughs> kidding.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Or I, gotta, I call
0: it Sonic Foreskins.
1: Gotta head over to Facebook on the Hard Drive. Hang out otherwise known as Hard Drive Diners and Dives. That's the current name of the of the group right now hard drive diners and dives gotta find that post here oh, where'd it he go where'd it go? go okay here we go uh peter says i <clears throat> <clears throat> peter says i dove back back into dark souls 3 which is somewhat ironic given the game's fixation on fire <laughs> <laughs> uh zachary says the structured routine and multiplayer games with grinding and daily challenges like call of duty and apex legends is kind of comforting for an autistic fellow like me in these very unstructured times though i'm worried it's also a bit addictive the free updates are nice doom eternal is quite challenging and it's nice to have something difficult that can be definitively and tangibly overcome in a time that threatens to make us feel powerless looking forward to getting neo 2 when it goes on sale for similar reasons
0: some would say it seeks to unmake us <laughs>
1: uh dan says i've been playing animal crossing final fantasy 7 and murder by numbers all three are easy to get lost for a while in
0: yeah that i'm i mean i'm right there with you <laughs> <laughs> I'm, i also i was playing a lot of murder by numbers i need to get back to that uh who knows i have tons of fucking time I, i'll get <laughs> to all kinds of shit
1: uh brady says skyrim and some yakuza
0: hell yeah the yakuza uh, screw, b- sc- screw skyrim it's all
1: about yakuza. yakuza bryant says well it's not out yet the knowledge that i'll have final fantasy 7 remake early next week is getting me by he, too bad he didn't get that super collector's edition like you did he could have had it already
0: potentially i know people <laughs> who got that that still don't have it oh and shit won't have it till tomorrow so
1: um <laughs> Corey says, Animal Crossing. I told my ex-wife years ago that I'd have lived a full and happy life as long as the world doesn't end before we get a Final Fantasy VII remake. Good chance this is all this is all my fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we're still good until the rest of it's out.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Ty says, RimWorld. Granted, I'd be playing that without a pandemic, but it's an oddly soothing game in these troubling times um leo posted a meme of uh schedule in spongebob and it's all animal crossing it's all there is Yep. Yeah. uh brian says anything pokemon related pokemon go elizabeth <laughs> says final fantasy 15 matthew says kingdom new lands larissa says persona 5 royal zach says sunless seas star wars the old republic Matthew says Animal Crossing, Yakuza Zero, Call of Duty, Warzone, and of course, Mario Kart Double Dash.
0: That is a hell of a variety. Yeah, no kidding. That's my kind of gamer right there.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. I really want to try out Warzone. It sounds so much fun. Apparently, they're like, right now, it's like it's teams of three, I think. Teams of three, it's 150 players, and they're looking at going to 200 players and doing teams of four or five.
3: That's
0: just a crazy amount of players. Yeah,
1: sounds so cool though. I gotta get it, but I don't have space on my Xbox. I gotta delete stuff,
0: especially with games being like a hundred gigs.
1: Yeah, I know, because you have to download all of Call of Duty to play yeah, it. Yeah,
0: which I think is like somewhere in the vicinity of eighty gigs. So yeah,
1: yeah, and I don't have that space. Um, Antoine says Neo Two and Street Fire Five with the boys. Fuck yeah. Aaron says playing Okami for the first time and it's so beautiful, these de- beautifully distracting. Uh, Jansen says Shinsekai and Golf Story.
0: Oh, Shins- I want to check out Shinsekai that that came to Switch. I, I know I mentioned it before, but it is like a Metroid-like that is a weird underwater thing, and I believe okay. it is on iPhone. But it, I mean, you know, I love Super Metroid type games, so
1: yeah. Uh, and then the last one CJ says just got a near automata really good. And obviously y'all know what I've been playing. I've just been playing rocket league and fucking cross out. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been grinding parts for days, grinding parts and coin. That's all I've been doing.
0: Ain't nothing wrong with being a season pass guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just having a really good time in those battles. Just playing around with different vehicle types and, uh, just starting from scratch, destroying a vehicle, starting with a different design, seeing how that does doesn't work let's try a new one. It's good times trying to min max what I have so I can go into like low level go into low level matchmaking and just destroy the shit out of everybody <laughs> It's good times um but that's pretty much it, so we should probably uh put a bullet in this cast
0: yeah, or as I like to say in this tiger. Um no.
1: God damn it. <laughs> no, we're going to feed this okay. podcast to a tiger. I, I,
0: yeah, that, that's probably better. I, I need to stop with all my shenanigans.
1: So. <laughs> we're going to feed this we're going to feed the end of this episode to a tiger like that bitch Carol Baskins.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> going to Carol Baskin
0: this up. <laughs> you know in europe they call that uh pulling a carol basket <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny i heard that the same thing if in japan it's called pulling the carol baskets <laughs> oh god all right well if you enjoy this show please consider giving us a review on apple and or pod give giving us those sweet five stars it really helps us out in promoting the show also, if you again, if you like the show, please share it with a friend. If you enjoyed the show, then you're bound to have friends that enjoy the show. Please point them in our direction and give them give a list, give it a listen. If you love tigers, give us a listen. Yeah, if you love tigers, give us a listen. If you hate tigers, give us a listen. Um, <laughs>
0: if you hate Carol Baskin, give us a listen. Yeah, if you
1: hate Carol Baskin,
0: <laughs> Baskin, I mean, maybe, if you,
1: maybe, if, maybe not. We just if you hate Baskin, Carol Baskin, subscribe. Uh, if you love. <laughs> hit that bell you know the notifications (laughs) turn on notifications uh uh, turn on live live video notifications (laughs) um you can also find us on social media at twitter instagram and facebook to search for lit gaming right and you'll find us you can also go to our website lga.gg where you can see all the stuff that we post and you can also find our discord there or just type in chat.lga.gg and you will be sent to the link to join our discord if you want to send us emails ask us any questions that you want about anything send us questions about the tiger king just go to uh, just email social at litgamingarena.com or social at lga.gg And we will read your question and answer it on the community engagement portion of the podcast. And I think that's about going to cover it for this week. So we'll see you guys next time. Later. When my husband asked for all the Doritos, went that bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I'll let do me a... out. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs>